Welcome to Presence Church Sermon of the Week. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit PresenceOC.org. Just so honored to be able to share the gospel with you. So honored that you're here. How many of you guys, it's your first time here? Just, just wave at me. Wow, so honored to have you guys. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for being here. Um, I got to sit with a guy who's personally led over 70 million people to Christ face-to-face through face-to-face evangelism in Africa, preaching to massive crowds of a million people. You can look him up on YouTube if you want, but he said this phrase. He said, we're shoulder-to-shoulder in the gospel. And I was like, wow, if if a great man of God could say this to to people, I'm like, we can all say that. We're all in this together, amen? So I'm honored to be with you. Uh, This is my wife, Josie, for those of you who don't know her. She's beautiful, she's sweet. She's my wisdom. You know you're in a good church when the senior pastor is screaming the most during worship. It's awesome. It's really cool. The band, wasn't that incredible today? You just wanted to dance and stuff? So good. Um, yeah, it was good just seeing everybody dance. I didn't know some of you guys could dance as well as you could. I was just staring around. I was over there looking at her. I'm like, wow, people are really dancing. This is awesome. If you, you never have to dance here, you can if you want to. You don't have to look like anybody else. If you're just looking at other people, you're like, wow, that's weird. That's kind of different. Just enjoy how they're encountering God. Uh, we shared a couple weeks ago about uh, just the move of the Holy Spirit. And one of the things we said was, you don't judge a tree by the way it shakes in the wind. You judge a tree by its fruit. It was awesome. We had incredible stuff happening. Miracles happened a couple weeks ago. I just got back from Texas, saw incredible miracles while we were there. I want to share one or two before we jump in the word. Why don't you guys flip with me while you're waiting to John chapter one. We've been going through um, kind of our vision statement of the church, encountering God together, equipping powerful people and transforming culture with the love of Jesus. See, that's the natural outflow. If you encounter God, you become powerful because you begin to learn about who you are. And when you're powerful, you can't help but love culture around you with God's love. So it's awesome just to see transformation happening here in the community. It's awesome to see you guys going out. Uh, you had an incredible testimony, Kristen. Were you at the, like the hair salon or something like that? Why don't you share that for just one minute? Just real quick, just come on up here. Just give her a clap, because I want to hear this. Hello. This is unexpected, but amazing. Um, so I totally apparently have this anointing in beauty salons. Like, it, like I see so many miracles happen, um, hair salons, nail salons. But anyways, so um, this was last week. I was getting my nails done. I usually go to this one lady who um, I blasted with the Holy Spirit maybe like two months ago. She went from Buddhist to Christian. She converted. She's like, I believe. Like I put my hand on her back. Her back got healed. Just like heat all through her body. Super amazing. So anyways, there was this new girl. I couldn't get in with her that day. And um, yeah, God was like, she has a headache. And I was like, Okay, cool. I was like, do you have a headache? And she's like, yeah, I do. She's like really struggling. And um, like right there in the salon, I just put my hand on her head and I was like totally commanded the pain to leave. And she like freaked out because the headache totally left. She like was like, I just feel lighter. She's like a weight lifted off of me. <laughs> and, um, and, then my, and then Sally, the girl that I usually get my nails done with, she was sitting next to her and she was like, my stomach hurts today. And so I put my hand in her stomach and like literally when I put my hand in her stomach, it was just like doing a bunch of stuff, like going back into alignment, I guess. And we were just like, what the heck? This is crazy. And it was cool because everybody's watching, you know what I mean? And everybody's encountering this, not just them. 
And so that's the beauty of like doing ministry in the marketplace because um, everyone gets encountered. Everyone gets a little taste of the Lord. So, <clears throat> Amen. Give Jesus a shout. That's incredible. Thanks, Kristen. Wow. That's what happens when the gospel happens to you. The gospel just starts coming out of you everywhere you go. Oh, goodness. Um, we're going we're gonna to see some cool ministry right at the end. Uh, we're gonna, feel free to get healed before the end of the meeting, though. That's awesome. Um, I was just in Texas, and you know, Jesus, God named himself healer before you were ever born. If he is the healer, it means his presence literally heals. If he is the deliverer, that means his presence delivers. If he is the savior, that means his presence saves. And we were in a meeting just last week, and during the message, there was a woman in a wheelchair in the aisle, and um, she had an infection in her leg. They literally were going to amputate her leg was what the doctors were thinking they were gonna have to do because they couldn't contain this infection. In the presence of the Lord, she's just sitting in the meeting. She starts to feel heat surge through her body warmth, like, like Kristen was sharing about. All of a sudden, this is kind of a little gross. I wish I had it on video, but you might not want to see it. Um, scabs that were on her leg started literally, um, streams of fluid started pouring out of her leg. It was bad because they had a carpet in the church. Um, we, we don't have a carpet here, so if you need to, anyway, but streams started flowing out of her leg. All of the pain left her body. She's just sitting in her chair, just sitting in God's presence. She wasn't thinking, I mean, here she is. I don't know how much where she was at with her faith. I don't know if she was believing for this. I have no idea. Her friend just brought her to the meeting. She went back to the doctor the next day. No infection in her leg. There was a, another man there, Gary. He was in the second row. No, he was in the first row. In 1967, a gunshot had gone off by his right ear. He was serving in Vietnam. He'd gone deaf in his right ear in 1967. We just said, hey, if anyone's got deafness in the room, why don't you just stand to your feet? He stands to his feet. I had the people around him pray for him. A girl whispers about a few feet away from his ear with his other ear plugged, I like pizza. You hear him go, I like pizza? He went from absolutely no hearing in his ear to repeating phrases through an ear that had been totally deaf before. His, mom was, his, his wife was even happier than, than he was. It was awesome. So. Incredible. So. so God's faithful. Uh, go with me to John chapter one. We're going through a series now. We wanted to go into the scriptures. We wanted people in our community to encounter the God that inspired the word to encounter the God that inspired these verses, to encounter the one who made you through the scriptures. And uh, kind of our heart with this is we're gonna do like a series through John. We might break it up. We might take a few weeks to talk about other topics, things like that. But we wanna go through the gospel of John that you might see the person of Jesus in the gospel of John. You know, if you read the Bible to have an encounter with God, you'll always come away with fruit you'll always come away with bread. If you read the Bible to try to teach people something or try to, try to accuse your neighbor or something, you're not gonna come away with the right stuff. But if you read the scriptures to encounter the one who wrote them, they're gonna come alive. Uh, that's kind of something I wanna encourage you guys with. Um, I almost wanna make other people read, but I won't, I'll, I'll do it. Well, honestly, we're praying that you guys would receive a radical impartation from this to study the scriptures. I remember when I was in uh, Bible school, this, this teacher came in and the guy that was leading the Bible school said, as soon as I got around this guy's ministry, the scriptures came alive. 
Now, Jesus is here in our midst, amen? Wherever two or more gatherings. Whenever we talk about him, he becomes more real. So I want you to just to receive something today. I want you to be able to learn how to read the word for all that it's worth, amen? Yeah. Amen, is that okay? Yeah. Some, of us, some of us have been reading this thing for, for a lifetime. Others of you maybe just got into this thing six months ago. This is all brand new to you. Some of our youth, it's completely brand new to them. But they speak the word of God, they prophesy, they do all this stuff, but, they, but they're still learning about the scriptures. It's interesting how the word comes out of them even though they haven't read it. Because the word was alive before it was written. John chapter one, verse one. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. In the beginning was the word, the logos. The logos was with God and the logos was God. That Greek word logos there is a word that was used before John recorded these verses. John is the disciple whom Jesus loved. He used to lay his head on Jesus' breast. He defined himself by Jesus' love. He says, I'm the disciple whom Jesus loved. The disciple whom Jesus loved, he's talked about himself. It's a good way to talk about yourself. <laughs> Gus talked about himself that way today. He uses the word logos here. And the word logos was used by Greek philosophers before this Bible was ever written to describe the ethereal force that held everything together. So John says, hey, that thing that's, that's out there that you don't fully understand that's kind of holding everything together, that thing was with God in the beginning. He was in the beginning with God. Verse three, all things came into being by him and apart from him, nothing came into being that has come into being. In him was life and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness couldn't comprehend it or couldn't stop it or couldn't control it. And some people, they go in a dark room, they go into a dark place, they go into a dark space and they focus on how dark it is thinking that's gonna change the atmosphere, thinking that's gonna change the room. But you know how to make a dark room light? You flip the switch, you turn on the light. In him was life. And this life was the light of men. It's interesting, the Hebrew word for light in that culture is a word O-W-R, it's, that's, I'm spelling it in English, in Hebrew I don't know how to spell it. How do you spell it? It's, it's ours, I kind of basically how you pronounce it. It literally means happiness or joy. How is that true? Because God created light before he created the sun, moon, and stars. Anyway, okay, maybe that's just for me. I'm just, just encouraging myself with the scriptures here. There came a man sent from God whose name was John. This is speaking of a different John, not the John who wrote the verses here. This is speaking of Jesus' cousin. John the Baptist, if you read some of the other gospels, you can learn about him. He came for a witness that he might bear witness to the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came that he might bear witness of the light. John 1, 9, there was the true light which coming into the world enlightens every man. Did you know that Jesus Christ is the savior of the world whether people believe in him or not? Does that mean everybody's going to heaven? They have an opportunity to believe while they're here. 
But Jesus is the savior of the world, whether people bow to him or not. And his incarnation, his death on a cross, his crucifixion, his burial, his resurrection, his ascension, and his glorification affect everyone on the face of the planet, whether they realize it or not. Okay, anyway, I'm just, I'm just talking, I'm just sharing a couple ideas with you guys, just, just letting some stuff out there. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. He came to his own, and to those who were his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, he gave the right to become children of God. The, the Greek word there where it says become is literally not just become, but it's actually to be restored to something. How many of you guys know the devil can't have children? There's a story in Luke chapter 15 about two sons. One son living in a house didn't know who he was. One son who left the house didn't know who he was. Woke up to the fact that he had a good father and returned to the house. The second son is accusatory towards the other son. But that story is designed to represent all of humanity before God. Some of us in this room, we're the, we're the elder brother. We love to point our finger at those around us. I'm not pointing at anybody. Just look, I'm looking at my friend Carmel because that's not her. <laughs> Others of us in this room, we've been that, that prodigal that ran away. Jesus came to restore us to the Father. John wrote these verses to describe who Jesus is. Every heresy that's ever come into the world is based upon a breakdown of this term. I'm gonna use it, it's a big term. It's called hypostatic union. Say that with me, hypostatic union. Hypostatic union. Anybody ever heard that term before? That's awesome. Teach me. We're gonna get in theology right now. We're having happy theology. <laughs> hypostatic union, it's from this word hypostasis. It literally means fullness. It's um, the word that's used in Hebrews chapter one, verse three, where it says that Jesus was the fullness of the Godhead in bodily form. The hypostatic union is literally the idea that Jesus Christ is fully God and fully man. Now for a long time the church has been okay with Jesus being fully God. Because if Jesus is fully God, then I'm not responsible to be like him. There's all kinds of heresies out there that say Jesus was a man but not God. But John is very particular here. He says that in the beginning was the word, that which created everything. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, verse 14. But as many, I'm gonna go back verse 12, but as many as received him, he gave the right to become children of God, even to those who believe in his name, who are born not of blood, nor the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. What does that mean? That means you're not a product of your parents coming together. Some of us in this room, we were born in all kinds of different circumstances. We were, grew up in all kinds of different families. What is John saying here? He's saying, you're not a product of two people coming together in a night of passion. You're the product of a dream of God. God had a dream and he wrapped skin around it. That dream is you and me. I'm quoting another preacher there. His name's Lou Engel. I think, I think Nicole put that up as my quote. We, if you like quotes, the first couple times you have to quote the person, but after that you just get to use it. I think the fifth time, it's legal, it's just you said it. 
and the word became flesh and dwelt among us, tabernacled among us. You could also read that tabernacled in us. See, religion says that God can't be there because that place is unclean. We get that from uh, the prophet in the Old Testament, Habakkuk chapter one, I believe it's verse 13. He says, how can you look upon sin, God? You're too holy. Next verse, we think that. We're like, oh, God can't be in the midst of that junk over there. Well, if God couldn't look at sin, then how did Jesus Christ ever come in the flesh? The word became flesh and dwelt among us. The next verse there, I was just quoting it from the prophet, literally says, so why do you behold those who are unrighteous with favor? It's the only way that you could ever get saved is because God shines his face on you even in the midst of your darkness. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for the ungodly. Think on that for a moment. See, some of us, we love to boast in our decision of God, but you didn't choose Jesus, he chose you. You didn't choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you would go and bear fruit and that your fruit would remain. Jesus Christ picked you before the foundation of time to be his friend, to be a child of the Father. And in his incarnation, he announces to all mankind, be reconciled to God, come home come home. Maybe you're in this room right now and you've got all kinds of junk going on in your life. Maybe you're in this room right now and you've got all kinds of things that you feel like separate you from God. But in reality, God wants to dwell in the midst of your brokenness and walk you out of it. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for the ungodly. John bore witness of him and cried out saying, this was he of whom I said, he who comes after me is a higher rank than I, for he existed before me. Verse 16, can you read that for me, Nicole? Because it's a good verse, one of my favorites. From his abundance, we have all received one gracious blessing after another. That's a good one. Can you read that one for me too? <laughs> the same verse? Yeah. I have a different uh, trans. Yeah, okay, out of his fullness, we have all received grace in place of grace already given. That's a really good word. Can you read it, Pastor Jesse? What's 116? <laughs> For of his fullness we have all received and grace upon grace. For of his fullness we have all received and grace upon grace. God doesn't come to us in parts. See, if God comes to us in parts, then what do we have to do to get more of him? Man, Chris, where are you getting this stuff from? <laughs> wow. You see, many of us, John chapter one, verse 16, for of his fullness we have all received in grace upon grace. See, many of us, we're trying to get God to come into our lives instead of realizing that he's already there. Now, I'm fine with us praying, God, I want more of you because we want more of his kingdom manifest in our midst until the kingdoms of this world are the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. Not everyone is living reconciled to God right now, amen? But they can. And as the kingdom increases in the earth through his children, the manifestation of his love grows in the earth. So we're praying for more of God. We're not praying for more of God in us. Anyway, I'm just... Just throwing a few ideas out. Is this okay for everybody? Yeah. 
Is this all right? There's so much in this Bible. Read it. Wave at me if you don't read your Bible. Never mind, don't wave. Read the scriptures. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth are realized through Jesus Christ. No man has seen God, the fullness of God at any time, but the only begotten of God, Jesus Christ, who sits in the bosom of the Father, he has explained him or revealed him. I'm gonna stop just because it's really loaded and uh, I wanna honor your guys' time. Um, We're gonna keep going through John's gospel week after week for a bit. There's so much in there. I was saying to you guys earlier, every heresy is a breakdown of the hypostatic union. See, if God is fully man and fully God in Christ Jesus, then he's able to be the propitiation of your sins because he's acquainted with all of your weaknesses yet without sin. Now, many Christians are okay with Jesus Christ being God, but they're not okay with him being fully man because if he's fully man, then he is a man dependent on his father for everything that he does. And if he's a man dependent on his father for everything that he does, then you get to reproduce the things that he does and did. All right, I'm gonna just kind of switch gears for a little bit. We wanna just pray for some folks. Um, I I really feel Holy Spirit's here. He wants to touch people in healing in their bodies. Um, Every week at this church, we see miracles happen. Every week we see miracles happen on the streets. If you're here and you wanna be healed, you're in the right place. If you're here and you don't wanna be healed, you're still in the right place. If you're here and you don't know how to be healed, you're still in the right place. I wanna encourage you. Healing isn't as much about your faith. It's about his faith. You know what? If you look at your faith, you're always gonna come up short. But if you look up his faith, looking at the author and perfecter of our faith, you're always gonna come up with more than enough. Jesus, you're faithful. Let's pray for just a sec. Holy Spirit, we just thank you for what you're doing. God, I thank you that uh, something's being released to people through the scriptures to read them in a brand new way today. Jesus, you're so faithful that you're here. You're so kind to us. You're so joyous over us. I just sense before I uh, go into time of healing, I just sense there's people here that you've never made a decision to follow Jesus. You've never made a public confession to say, Jesus, I'm gonna follow you. Jesus said, if you confess me before men, I'll confess you before my Father who is in heaven. There's also others of you here, circumstances of life, brokenness, sin that's been done to you, sin that you've fallen into, have brought you to a place where you feel like God's far away, where you feel like you're not good enough for his grace, where you feel like 
You're not celebrated by his love. But I wanna tell you something. Your value is not determined by what you've ever done or what you haven't done. Your value is determined by the price that was paid for you at Calgary. When Jesus Christ died on the cross, he became your sin. He became your brokenness. He became everything that you feel like separates you from God. He, was der- he died and was buried. He defeated sin, sickness, disease, poverty, oppression. He came out of the grave because love can never fail. He resurrected and he's calling you today home. If you're here in this room and you know I am not following Jesus and I haven't made a public confession or you know that you're not following Jesus and you've walked away, I want you to put your hand up. I want you to be bold right now because Jesus Christ died on a cross. He was naked before humanity for you. He, he, he was crucified naked on a tree. If he could be that vulnerable, you could be vulnerable before people. He said, if you confess me before men, I will confess you before my Father in heaven and I will by no means shut you out. If you're here today and you need to make a decision today, you know that I'm talking to you. I want you to put your hand up. I want you to be bold. I want you to put your hand up. I know there's people here. I want you to be bold. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. If you feel scared right now, that's a good thing because there's fear standing between you. Thank you, Father, for that hand going up. Is there anybody else? This is awesome. This is awesome. I honor you for raising your hand, hon. Just anyone else here? Thank you, God. I just see that. Thank you, Father. Is there anybody else here? You know that you need to give your life to Jesus right now. You know you need to make a decision to follow him. Just put your hand up. Put your hand up. Put your hand up. I see that hand. Thank you, daughter. God loves you. Thank you, daughter. Is there anybody else? I'm just going to go for about 10 more seconds. This is beautiful. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. One of you guys, if you, if you just raised your hand for that or you wanted to, I want you to stand to your feet. I want everybody here to stand their feet for just a second. Stand to your feet. If you're around those people that raised your hand, put your hand on their shoulder. We're just gonna pray. If you wanted to raise your hand, raise your hand right now. Put it up again and we'll pray for you if you're around you. Father, we just thank you for what you're doing with people. I just want you to say this with me. The Bible says if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be made whole. You will be saved. So when he says, Jesus, I choose to follow you. Jesus, you gave your life for me. Jesus, I turn away from sin. You were crucified for me. You resurrected from the dead. I give you my life. I choose to follow you. Forgive me of my sin. I receive your love right now. In your name, Jesus. I just sense there, there's other people here too. I, I, I haven't done this actually this way before, but if you're here right now and that's you, I want you to turn to somebody next to you. Maybe you didn't feel bold enough to raise your hand. I want you to turn to somebody next to you right now and say, that's me. He's talking to me too. And I want you to ask them to pray for you right now. I want you to ask them to pray for you. I'm just gonna give a few moments for this and we're gonna shift into healing. Father, we just thank you so much for what you're doing. God, thank you so much that people can get saved in church. God, people can get saved here at the nightclub, God. People can, people that they, maybe they made a decision years ago, but like, like in me in my life, I turned away from God. And over the scriptures with a beer in the Bible, 19 years old in San Diego in college, God spoke to me through the scriptures and I got saved. God, thank you that you do it again today. God, thank you that people are being made brand new. I'm just gonna give a few more moments because I feel the Holy Spirit. Father, we just thank you for what you're doing all over the room. If this makes you nervous, good. If this stuff, if church makes you nervous, it's because you haven't been able to have as much fun as you're willing to have, as God made ready for you to have. God, we just thank you for what you're doing. Thanks for raising your hand, hon. What's your name? Arlie. Arlie, you're beautiful, you're wonderful. God did something today. Why don't you guys just give a shout to Jesus. Have a seat real quick. We're gonna go to healing real quick. 
That was awesome. Connect with our team if you made that decision. You guys can keep praying. We don't mind messy church because if church isn't fun, God's not the problem. If you're here and you have some type of odd, I don't know how to describe this, some type of odd infection in your body, like some type of infection. I don't know what that means, but I shared the testimony about an infection being healed earlier. If that makes sense, I want you to raise your hand right now. God's gonna heal you. Put your hand up. You have some type of infection in your system, some type of infection. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, girls, for raising your hands. Is there anybody else? Just wanna see. Anybody else? Thank you, Father. Could you guys just stand real quick? Um, while you're standing, don't pray. Those of you that are around them, stretch your hands towards them. If you're around them, put a hand on their shoulder. Don't pray if you're receiving prayer. You can't drink a glass of water and talk at the same time. Father, we just bless what you're doing. We command infection to leave. I just heard Lyme's disease. I thank you that you're healing Lyme's disease in the room right now. Father, we just bless what you're doing right now in Jesus' mighty name. We command infection and affliction to leave bodies in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Um, I know some of you guys can't check that, but if you felt God touch you just now while we were praying for you, you just felt warmth or heat through your body or something like that, just wave at me. I just wanna see if you felt, you just felt the Holy Spirit touch you. I know we can't check infection. We don't have an infection test, but that's awesome. That's awesome. Feel free to get really excited when you get healed. Um, I know some of these things we can't test in the moment, but um, God's healing some type of, I don't understand what this meant, but I heard it during uh, worship a skin issue and a glandular issue. Those two might be related, but I heard a skin issue. There's someone, you actually have a rash. I believe it might be on your arm and it's, it moves around and stuff like that. If that makes sense to you, if some type of rash, skin issue or glandular issue, just put your hand up. Does that make sense to somebody? Somebody's over there. Hun, Jesus loves you so much. He loves you so much. Just stand to your feet. If, if it makes sense, you have any type of skin issue or a glandular issue, just stand up. If you're around them, just stretch your hands towards them again. Just stretch your hands towards them again. And I feel the Holy Spirit here. I feel his angels here. I feel his ministering spirit sent to render service. Hun, God's gonna deliver you of multiple things right now because I could see his spirit on you. Lord Jesus, we just thank you for what you're doing. If you're around them, I want you to speak over them life. I want you to say, issues disappear forever today in Jesus' name. Yep, there it goes. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Yep, afflictions, pain disappear. We've watched things disappear off people's bodies all the time. Woman with a thyroid tumor disappeared right over here in this seat, one of our first weeks of church. God, we just bless what you're doing in Jesus' name. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to, if there's a way for you to check, I want you to check right now. But if you felt God touching you, or if there's a way you could tell something's different, I want you to wave at me real quick. I just want you to wave. You're like, that's crazy. Like the glandular shrunk, the, the, the skin issue's gone, the itchiness is gone, something like that. I just want you to wave. Uh, the testimony of Jesus, the spirit of prophecy. It's important for you to celebrate what he's doing. You felt the Holy Spirit touch you in a way or you feel something's different. I just want you to wave at me right now. Just wave. I can't see over there because it's dark. Thank you, God, for what you're doing. Hey, hon, come up here for just a second. Come up here for just a second. Yeah, come on up, come on up. Why am I doing this? Because people need to see stuff because there's people here in your mind you're questioning whether this stuff is even real. But I wanna tell you something. That's not you doing those questions but you're, because your true nature is faith. You were made in the image of God and God is faithful in faith. So I wanted to see something. So you, you've had something going on? I have eczema on my arm and I used to have it when I was younger. It was like all over both arms and then it just like went away and then it just like came back a couple months ago and it's like just annoying. 
Does it normally itch? Yeah. Is it itching right now? No, but it's super dry. Wait, so it normally itches? Yeah. And it's not itching right now? No, but it's like random when it itches. It wasn't itching this morning. Though. Just close your eyes for just a second. Stretch your hands towards her. You're doing great, hon. You just hang out. Pretend like you're eating a chocolate bar. If this makes you nervous, it makes us nervous too because if God doesn't show up, we're finished. You know, like, that's... Do you feel that? Yeah, what are you feeling right now? Nothing. <laughs> Look at your arm for just a second. Can you tell anything different there? No. Not right now. Do me for hang out in the front seat. I want you guys to watch her arm as we continue to pray. Just keep praying for her because I want to see some stuff. So it was itching, but it's not itching now. God may have done something. We'll see. Is this okay with everybody? I mean, if you want to leave, you can. Why do we go so long? Because Jesus is worth it. We're almost done. Like if somebody around you actually gets a miraculous breakthrough right now and it took like a two extra minutes, just watched a woman recently. She was dying of cancer. They thought it was cancer, quickly metastasizing through her body. She couldn't walk. They carried her into the meeting. The minister actually laid hands on her. Miraculously, the power of God touched her. She got up off the ground. She could walk, talk, leap, dance, and sing. She could do it all. Why, what, if we had, what if we had ended five minutes earlier? Okay, like, you guys, this is worth it. Um, there's someone here, uh, I just felt like maybe there's someone here, you have something issue with your right leg and I think you might be in this section right in here. Does that make sense to you? You have some type of issue with your right leg? I don't understand what that is. Is that you, daughter? You have a knee problem and an ankle problem in your right knee. Go and stand up for me. You too as well. Thank you, Father, for what you're doing. Did you talk to me before the service? No. Did you talk to me and tell me this before the service? Have we met each other before? This might be God. Just stretch your hands towards her. How long has the problem been going on for? Um, a, couple a couple of years. Jesus can do a miracle for you right now, okay, hon? God, we just bless what you're doing. What's your name? Gina. Gina. Just say over Gina, speak over. Just command the affliction to go if you're around her. Say affliction go in Jesus' name. Do me a favor, begin to check your leg out. Just begin to check your leg out. Begin to move your leg. Begin to do something you couldn't do before. Just begin to move your ankle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How would you know if you were healed? You'd exercise tomorrow. Yeah. Check it out like really good right now. Just move it for me really good. I'm trying to get you guys to see stuff. That's why I'm just, this is awesome. Your ankle feels better. Are you serious? Thank you, Father. I can get the prayer team to come up. I'm just gonna call a couple more things and, uh, and neck issues as well. Your sense of neck issues being healed. What's that? Yeah. So neck and upper back, is it on one of the sides or both? Yeah, someone here, you've got neck and upper back issues that goes down the left side. Thank you, sir. Is there someone here also um, that's as well? Okay, anyone else? You guys have anything else you guys are sensing before we continue? 
Wrist pain, if that makes sense to you, put your like, wave at me if you have wrist pain. You can't put weight on it. Couldn't do a push-up. Like um, teeth issues, like mouth pain. Mouth pain and teeth issues, that makes sense to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for raising your hand. Also, if there's anyone with deafness, I just want any form of deafness, just, just raise your hand, any form of deafness. Maybe because the worship was too loud or we were screaming too much. Uh, any form of deafness. Um, I wanna pray for you uh, as we dismiss, but um, if you had any of those conditions called out or you wanna be healed of anything, I want you to come to the front for prayer at the end, amen? I'm gonna pray for prayer dismissal over you guys. We're gonna continue to pray for folks. You're more than welcome to hang out. Come to the single class. Even if you're single, if you wanna be married, you might meet somebody there. If you're like, how do I do this? Nicole and Paris are incredible. Their, their relationship, their marriage is incredible. Their dating story is incredible. Their courtship, it wasn't even dating, it was courtship. It's beautiful. Like God's gonna impart to you through the class. So I wanna encourage you to come. Once you get stand your feet, I'm just gonna pray a prayer of dismissal. Holy Spirit, we just thank you so much for what you've been doing. God, we just had a taste. We get to taste and see that you're good. We just watched you move around the room. We just watched you do stuff. We just watched you talk to us. We, we watched you talk to us. That's hilarious. Miracles speak. Miracles speak. Father, I pray that everyone in this room would gain an appetite for your power, would gain an appetite for your miracles, but most of all would gain an appetite for your word made manifest in Christ Jesus, that they would go to the scriptures to see Jesus, to have an encounter with you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thanks for listening to the Sermon of the Week. Be sure to visit our website at presenceoc.org to find out more about Presence Church.